Welcome to Healing House with Dr. Eileen. Dr. Eileen is an international healer, speaker, teacher, and published author of her latest book, Frequencies. Share the next half hour with us as we journey to find balance of body, mind, and spirit in an unbalanced world. We then invite you to call in or log into our chat and share your thoughts and insights. And now your host, Dr. Eileen. Well, happy Thursday, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. And as always, for those who are calling in, you can, if you're in the L.A. area, you can call in on 424-258-9337. And for everyone else, including those right here in the beautiful, thank God it's fall, San Francisco Bay Area, the guest call-in number is toll-free, 877-697-9725. And for those who would like to log into the chat room, you can go ahead and do so. Producer Kina has the chat room open. And if you would like to call in and ask a question, then you can um, press 1 and Producer Kina will answer and she will get that, you know, get the call to me. Or if you just want to listen in, then I guess you don't hit one and you'll show up as a call, but you know, she'll check in and make sure that whether or not you want to have a question. So now that we got all that out of the way, today we're going to talk about the idea of why. And every parent or anyone who has ever dealt with a child has faced the question, why? And there seems to be a point when a child reaches a certain age where they don't just take things just because you say them. And it's, well, you need to go to bed. Why? You need to do your homework. Why? You need to take a bath. Why? As we grow up, it seems we don't lose the need to to get that answer. And it really is important to be able to ask why. It's important to question because if we don't question, then we really don't have a chance to learn. We don't have a chance to move forward. And we don't have a chance to improve a situation or a something in the government or something in society. All of our best, most significant steps forward as a people, as a nation, and as individuals is when somebody sees something that isn't right and says, wait a minute, why is that okay? Why are we doing it that way? What would be a better way? So as there is light and shadow in everything, there is light and shadow in the concept of asking why. Now, as a healthcare practitioner and, and a chiropractor, and, and I absolutely love what I do, there is nothing I love more than helping people find balance in their bodies, in their minds, and in their spirits. And often when somebody comes in with back pain, somebody comes in with, you know, a headaches or knee pain or whatever it is that they're coming to me for, inevitably they want to know how it happened. Because sometimes it can be really subtle. I've had people to say, say to me, all I did was pick up a box or all I did was put on my shoe. And my answer is, that's not all you did, that's just the last thing you did. 
And usually, and it's really interesting, that pain is actually one of the last things to show up if something is wrong in the system. Pain is sort of like the check engine light, that the problem has already existed. It has been existing, and it has reached the point where the vehicle's engineering says, you know what, this is no longer working. Somebody needs to do something about this. And often we ignore the check engine light. Oh, I'll get to it tomorrow or I'll get to it next week. So the idea that pain is similar to that. Now, the main difference is that the check engine light does not get brighter the worse it gets or the more you ignore it, which I actually think somebody should design it that way, that it actually gets either brighter or very angry or something starts beeping at you saying, no, seriously, really, you need to take care of this. But pain will increase. Pain will say, oh, you're not giving attention at this level. Well, let's up the ante because you are going to pay attention to this. So just as pain is one of the last symptoms to manifest or one of the last things to manifest to let you know something's off, it is usually the first thing to go away, which goes to one of my other statements to patients. Just because you feel better doesn't mean you are better. So when we look at the process of healing and when we reach that first place of why did this happen, how did this happen, why am I in pain, and what follows that is usually how can I prevent it. And the idea is unless we understand what the mechanism was, it will more than likely be able to be repeated. And when you're in pain, you don't want that. So why can be a wonderful thing and it can lead to a lot of empowerment unless it goes into why me? It goes into why this happened. Why can't this person have a relationship with me? Why can't I run a marathon even though I don't practice anything? When it moves into that place and really that's coming from fear, it's coming from You know, kind of that inner child who wants to know why. Because the world is not being what they want it to be. Now, as an example, on Tuesday, uh, I was leading a ceremony, a druidic ceremony, celebrating the uh, autumn equinox. And I went over to Kaina's house, and she very graciously volunteered her kitchen for me to finish doing my work with the feast, since I live a fairly good, decent, you know, distance away. So finish that up. I have everything set in my mind, left there with plenty of time to be able to get to where I needed to be to get everything set up. So I had this entire scenario set. As I was sitting at a stoplight, all of a sudden I heard a loud crash, and immediately that was followed by a very short screeching sound, And then there was another crash. And the second crash was the car behind me striking my car. Car behind that person, which apparently did not even hit their brakes, slammed into him, driving him into my car. At that moment, when that jerk, you know, happened, I mean, not the jerk, he was a very nice man who hit me, but, you know, when that motion hit and Right in that moment, I thought, oh, for goodness sakes, why now? Why? 
really, really? And I knew that in that moment, my immediate plans were going to change. And, you know, whether it was karma, whether it was solar flares, whether it was global warming or, you know, blaming reality television or the Republicans or the Democrats or whatever in the universe lined up, I got rear-ended. And the gentleman behind me, you know, he said when he looked in his rearview mirror and saw that he was going to be hit, he braced down on the brake, attempting to keep his car from hitting me. Unfortunately, he was not entirely successful. Now, the blessing was that nobody was hurt seriously, although the woman who hit him was taken by ambulance to the hospital. But she was conscious. She was, you know, it was mainly because they wanted to make sure that everything was okay. And I do send out prayers that she's doing all right, as well as the gentleman who hit me. In that moment, I had a couple of choices. I could go into a rant. I could discuss whether or not the driving laws are way too liberal. (laughs) I could rant as to, you know, the person who hit me being too close to me, which was why I ended up being hit. What I chose in that moment, rather than go into why, I just accepted, okay, it doesn't matter why this happened. What matters is people may be hurt. So, you know, the gentleman got out of the car. He was very apologetic. He was very upset. And I said, are you okay? And he just kept apologizing. I said, look, the car does not matter to me. What's important to me right now is, are you all right? And he looked at me and he said, well, yeah, I think I'm okay. So I went to the car, the woman who hit him, and he was ranting against her. And I said, ma'am, are you all right? And she was very much in shock, and she hit the airbag hit her hard. So as, you know, the police show up and the paramedics show up and the paramedics are working with her, and the gentleman was standing next to me, and I introduced myself, and, you know, he was still very upset. And he said, I really want to say that I feel bad about something. And I said, what? And he said, I didn't even ask her if she was okay. And I said, well, you know, it it was very traumatic. He said, but I love this car. He said, I love this car passionately. We've been together for a long time, and it's just so important to me. And and now it's totaled. And I said, and I I would guess that's really hard for you. I'm so sorry for, for your loss. And he looked at me, and he said, but you were even compassionate to me, and I hit you. And I said, well, it's more important not to worry about it. And after that, he wanted to know, it's like, well, was she on a cell phone? Was she, you know, was she impaired? Was this, was that? And that went into that, you know, why, 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 why? And so I asked him to take a deep breath. I said, is there someone you can call right now? And he said, well, I should call my wife. So I gave him my cell phone to use. It's like, call up your wife, let her know what happened, tell her you're okay. And by him talking to her and she, I could see from his response, she wasn't going into, well, why did you hit, hit the woman in front of you and all of that. What was that his wife was saying to him, it gentled his spirit. It brought him from, you know, well, why this and why that? And, and it's her fault and, you know, down to, yeah, honey, uh, we'll still go out to dinner. Yeah, you know, and and so the wife started talking to him about the dinner they were going to go out and the date that they were going to have and making sure that he was okay. And 
sometimes when a situation comes up where it is so frightening, and, you know, for those who have been in car accidents, really that is a very frightening moment when, you know, it's a fairly serious, you know, accident, and, you know, you look at the car and the car is totaled. Knowing what happened, because, you know, that's the police officer's job to know what happened. But then there comes a bigger question of, okay, creator, creation, why out of all the things that's happened in this universe, I was chosen for this or this moment was chosen for me? And especially regarding health care, you know, especially when those serious things come up and, and people are dealing with very serious conditions. Um, my sister, you know, was 28 when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And she said that her biggest question, more than what is the procedures, what is the prognosis, what is, you know, what am I going to need to go through, was why. And she said that was the one question she couldn't get an answer to, was why. Why her? And it took her a lot of time to work through that to the point where she ultimately said, that whenever she fell into thinking why, she would think to herself, why not? Why not me? You know, would I rather it have been someone I loved? No. So the idea that she accepted the circumstance because there was nothing she could do to change it, knowing why wasn't going to change what her circumstances were. What she moved towards was accepting, all right, for whatever reason, this happened. And it just, it's in the design of the universe or however the spiritual practice holds. Then it comes down to this situation is here. What do I do with it? How do I manage it? How do I handle this in the best possible way? And yes, sometimes even when somebody describes their pain, describes how they believe it happened, often it really is difficult to say exactly what happened, you know, unless it was like, a, even in the case of a car accident, it's like, well, you know, my low back or my left ankle hurts, why? It's like, well, from the mechanism of the injury, this is what's most likely going on. And I always emphasize most likely going on. Because there's all kinds of things that could be going on underneath. There's so many variables that can happen. Why is probably one of the most difficult questions to answer. And yet it can be a doorway to tremendous empowerment. Because let's say, you know, you have a situation where a relationship has gone bad. And you look at it from, it's like, well, these are the things that I did. These are the things that the other person did. You know, that's kind of a why. Then becomes the question, okay, I said hurtful things or they said hurtful things to me. The question is, why were the hurtful things said? And what is it within that person that when you put them with someone that there's a tendency to say hurtful things? So by accepting that maybe you get an answer and maybe you don't. My sister never fully got her answer. She just modified her need for one. She gave up the need for the answer. 
shortly after my sister passed, my mother was diagnosed, though she developed breast cancer. And she had a lot of whys. She was a tremendously devout Catholic and probably the most adorable Catholic on the planet. And she she felt that her faith should have carried her through. It should it's like, look, I lost my husband, I lost my daughter, you know, the universe owes me one. And yet in her mind that did not come to be. And in fact, she was faced with something that was also tremendously painful. So it's not about what we deserve. It's not about, you know, living a good life and nothing bad happens or hurtful happens. It's not even about, well, I've got this situation, but I'm going to focus on it and I'm going to manifest and I'm going to do a vision board and all of these things, and it's going to be fine. And maybe it is and maybe it's not. But ultimately, when you can accept that no matter what, you can look at what do I do with what I've got. The why may be an important piece if it's something that could come up again. Or it may just be you never really know why. The trick is being able to find balance with not knowing why. And the really gift, the really important gift in this is the idea that once you start being able to let go of why and just accept the situation as it is, figure out what is the best thing you can do with the tools that you have, and then move forward. Take action. And there is very little that can override a feeling of helplessness as taking an action step. Deciding something to do, okay, this part I can't change, but this part I can and I'm going to be active in that aspect of it. So as you look at the things in your life, look at the things that seem to be overpoweringly unfair because it's, you know, we don't worry about why something happens when we feel it's fair. It's when we feel something is unfair, either from the universe or from somebody else. You know, why would this person walk out on me? because that was the best thing they knew to do with the tools that they had. You know, why did I lose my job? You know, why was my house foreclosed on? You know, there are certain steps that it's like, okay, these are the certain things that led to that. And being able to take a good, close, objective look at your part of the why, your personal responsibility in the why. You know, when I have patients who are given recommendations for certain changes in their life habits and they don't make those changes and the condition continues, well, there's a certain responsibility they have in that. I mean, I don't judge them based on that. If somebody tells me, and in fact, I would prefer that they say flat out, if I say, well, I'm sorry, I know you're a dancer, but you can't dance for two to three weeks. I really appreciate when they look at me in the face and say, that's not going to happen. I am going to dance. Now, I could ask them, why would you do that? But I already know the answer, because they're a dancer, because that's a fundamental part of who they are, which means 
that it's then my responsibility to go, okay, you're going to dance. Can we modify it so that you do not face more injury? I said, well, can you change your dancing and shift your rehearsals maybe, you know, to put in space for you to rest and and ice your foot? Oh, yeah, I can do that. And so by the time the conversation ends, while maybe they're going to continue the action, they're going to do it in a way that will help them as much as possible with the understanding that they will prolong their recovery because there's that consequence piece. Like, okay, you can take these action steps but understand you're not going to get totally what you want. And as long as you're okay with that, then fine, this is how we'll proceed. The child in us will probably never stop wondering why about something. And the world can be a very complex and tricky place sometimes. And we can look at injustices from around the world. We can look at poverty. We can look at cruelty to animals. And, you know, there is very little that tugs at my heart, you know, as much as, you know, seeing little sad faces, whether they're children or whether they're animals, you know, staring out saying, you know, I'm suffering and I need help. I need to be taken care of. I need to be nurtured. To see those faces, it's like, oh, my God, why in this wonderful world full of resources would we possibly ever have children starving or animals, you know, locked up or beaten or mistreated in any way. I mean, I'm a huge animal lover. Not quite as much as producer kind of. Producer kind of takes it to a whole new level. But she is phenomenal in her capacity to give homes to those who maybe other people would not reach out to help. And this isn't just for, you know, our four-legged or winged or reptilian friends, but she's also done it for people. And that is such a tremendously cool thing because, you know, maybe it's someone she knows well and maybe it's just someone who in that moment needs help. You know, I have never known her to pass someone in need without taking a moment to acknowledge who they are and what they're going through. She doesn't need to ask, why are you in trouble, in order to say, hey, here's something to eat. You know, she doesn't ask, why don't people, you know, get their cats and dogs spayed and neutered and all of that stuff to, in order to take in kittens and spend all night getting up with them every couple of hours to bottle feed them. And there are people who would look at her and say, why are you doing that? What does saving that kitten mean when there are thousands that are out there? And it's sort of her version of why not. Maybe it's because in her heart she knows maybe she can't save all of them, but she can save this one. She can give this one a life. This one has a story that will go with it to somebody else. And they'll know that 
this little kitten mattered to someone. And really, sometimes the main thing we need to know is that we matter. It doesn't matter how someone ended up in the circumstances that they have to be able to be compassionate, to be able to offer a solution, to be able to say, yeah, I'll I'll take that kitten and I'll make sure that it grows and that it gets strong and that it can be adopted by a nice family. It really doesn't matter why, as it does, what do we do with the situation? I mean, to a certain degree, yes, it is important to know how something happened if you need to correct it, and especially if it's something like long-term. If you have a 20-foot gorge and you're building a bridge and the bridge only ends up being 15 feet, knowing why there's a five-foot gap would probably be a good thing. Especially if you are going to be building other bridges, you really don't want to reproduce that same problem. Uh, There have been problems with space stations and the Hubble telescope and all of that because the measurement was originally done in feet and inches and the counterparts were working in metric. So, yeah, that's a really good why to know. Uh, I was with someone last night who was in an emergency room and they were had been taken there by ambulance and they were very upset and they didn't know what was going on with them. You know, they had had a horrible headache and there's a lot of things. Some things are very benign and other things are very serious. So the whole time was spent figuring out, okay, why? You know, and all kinds of stuff, neurological tests and CAT scans and CAT scans with contrast and, you know, EKGs to figure out why she was experiencing the symptoms she was. And as it is in many cases, there was, after all the tests were done, nothing stood out. There were were no answers. So technically there was no why. Did that mean that she didn't benefit from having me sit with her and tell her jokes and make her laugh and help her calm down about the situation? I didn't need to know why to be there for her. And after a while, when it became apparent that whatever happened, happened, And there was no indication as to how it occurred for her to be able to understand, okay, if it happens again, I will know that it's not any of that and that we can look at other things. So while why has some amazing, wonderful qualities to it, why me is not exactly as productive and not exactly as helpful. The situation exists. Your choices are you deal with it or you don't deal with it. And as the song goes, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. So that sometimes situations are a valid why with a valid why answer. And sometimes... The only answer to why is why not. And by accepting that 
sometimes stuff just happens. We can be able to come at it from an empowered place. It happened, but here are my choices. And you live in a place of choice. So go out there and whatever it is that happens to you, if it's something you can manage, manage it to the best you can of your abilities with the tools you have. If it's not something that you can do anything about, knowing is not going to increase that. So sometimes just accept why not and move on. So thank you for joining me, and I will be back next week. And if you want to know more about me or contact me, you can do so through my website at www.the-healing-house.com. Or you can reach me at 408-372-2840. So I will be logging into the chat room if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. And I will otherwise... Just wish you all a wonderful, blessed, balanced week and lots of solutions and lots of options because that's the type of thing that can really bring you to a place of empowerment. Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. Take care.